0: Hello friends, welcome to Josiah Venture Stories. You will hear incredible stories of life change from the mission field and be inspired by the movement of God in Central and Eastern Europe. I'm your host, Gwen Gardner, and I am so excited to share today's conversation with you. Today on the show, I have the great privilege of interviewing my friend and fellow missionary, Rachel Davison. She's originally from Northern Ireland, and eight years ago, she moved to Europe and now calls the Czech Republic home. She has that official permanent residency status even. She is one of the most dedicated, faithful, hardworking, passionate people I know. She works on the JV International team as the International Summer Ministry Director. That's right. She knows everything there is to know about summer camps and interns and all that fun stuff. Rachel, welcome to the show.
1: It's great to be here.
0: Oh, it's so fun to have you. I'm so excited for our listeners to get to know you and just have a fun conversation.
1: It's great. I'm excited to be here.
0: So to start off, I just have some fun little questions, get to know you questions that I think our listeners will enjoy. Are you ready? I'm ready. So first of all, Rachel, tell us if you are a coffee drinker or a tea drinker. So I love both,
1: like a good cup of coffee, British black tea, and Czech herbal tea. So I just take the best of all the locations.
0: Nice. So do you like you wake up in the morning and have coffee and like tea in the afternoon type person? Yeah,
1: pretty much. And then like something like peppermint tea in the evening.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. Settles, settles the stomach. Yeah, It's great. And for for being from Northern Ireland, I would just assume that you like tea, but I don't want to make assumptions. Yeah,
1: it's fair. It's fair.
0: (laughs) Okay, and then what so speaking of Northern Ireland, what is something that people think is very stereotypical of Northern Ireland? I would say it
1: depends on the generation you're from. I mean, we
0: were a little bit
1: infamous for a while there, and but that's faded. And so I feel like there's some confusion about where Northern Ireland is. I think a lot of people think I'm referring to like the geographical North part yeah. of Ireland. So I definitely get a lot of questions about that. Um, but I probably they think about rain. That's probably what yeah, they I, think about. It. The weather's a big deal and it rains a lot where
0: I'm from. I, I feel like it, yeah, it rains all the time and it's green. Yes. <laughs> and very green.
1: Ren collectors are, are from there and C.S. Lewis. So I think there's also like some stereotypes there with just incredible Christian artists. So. Oh, yeah, so. that's
0: cool. That's cool. Um, so where is the mo- like your most favorite place that you've ever vacationed in Europe?
1: It's such a hard question. I know. <laughs> I I go on vacation with people who are like family for me. So it's another missionary family I'm super close mm-hmm. to, and um, and so my favorites are kind of when we go camping by the sea, so like Italy or Croatia. But then also have some hiking or adventures. Like last summer, we went hiking in Switzerland, and, and then went to the coast of Italy. So that's probably oh, I my love favorite. It.
0: Okay, yeah, some kind of sea coastline hiking combination. Yeah. That's great. It's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of great places in Europe to go for sure. Um, okay, so what? What's your favorite movie? Another tough
1: question, but I would probably say Wonder Woman.
0: Oh, I think that's the original, like the first. Fr- like yeah, like the, the-
1: Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, super good. Sorry, there's like Wonder Woman, 1984. <sighs> I haven't one. seen
1: that yet. I haven't been able to figure out how to watch that yet. Oh, so. yeah.
0: Yeah. Got to figure out how to watch the, the Wonder Woman with Gal, Gal Gadot. Gal. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Um, OK, another question for you. What are you reading right now?
1: So I read through the Chronicles of Narnia
0: most years. And OK, so
1: I just finished The Magician's Nephew.
0: So I love that one. so good. good. I love that one. I I love all of them. It's hard to pick a favorite. Yeah, for sure. a book. But that's really great. I love that, that you read those uh, every year. And then, uh, okay, what is something that you've done that you are really proud of?
1: So I'm glad you gave me this one beforehand. (laughs) I had to think a little. I am really proud that I got on a one-way flight to the Czech Republic at the age of 24. Oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like I was slightly crazy, but um, there's just been a lot I learned, uh, a lot I had to learn. um, But I've created a life here. I can speak enough Czech to navigate my life and engage in community, be in Bible studies. um, And I've seen God do incredible things. But... Mm. Yeah, I think about that twenty-four-year-old sometimes,
0: and just that getting on a one-way flight
1: and and
0: coming here. That's awesome. I love that. I think all missionaries have that, like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Moment or like, what am I getting myself into?
1: Definitely. And I hadn't because of my life. I had never like bought a car before. Like, there's so much adulting I did in my second language and new culture uh, that I just had
0: had never done before. And so this might, this might seem silly, but when I first moved to Slovenia, I had, I was like shopping for, you know, things to furnish my apartment. And I remember purchasing like throw pillows for my couch. (laughs) And I was like, this seems so small, but it felt like such a big adulting moment in my life where, oh, I get to pick my own pillows. Totally. (laughs) Totally. So silly, so silly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah. You've been on the mission field for eight years now. What do you think is something that you've learned about yourself? Hmm. I, um, I would say
1: I've learned a lot about the way God created me and the gifts and talents He has given me and how to steward those gifts well. And um, I've definitely had to battle a lot of fear as I've stepped mm-hmm. into what he's calling me to as I've stepped into more leadership over the years. Um, but it's been really cool to see God's faithfulness and um, in that as he's asked me to take each step. It's never been alone. And so I'm yeah. really grateful.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. One step at a time. I have to constantly re- like the Lord has to constantly remind me of that, of like every step you take, I'm with you. We got this. And it's a, Learning adventure, growing adventure along the way. So let's go. Let's go back a little bit and tell us, like, how did you even hear about Josiah Venture? Yeah.
1: So when I was seventeen, my church got a new director of youth ministry, a guy called Paul Bowman, Mm -hmm. and Paul had been taking teams to serve in Czech with Josiah Venture since nineteen ninety eight. Um, Oh, wow. So, for almost 10 years when I met Paul. um, And after getting, um, he got introduced to JV um, at a youth ministry leadership forum in Prague. Um, And so, when Paul came to my church, he started leading trips with us to Czech.
0: Okay.
1: So, I came to Czech for the first time when I was 18. I just finished high school, done my A levels in Northern Ireland.
0: Okay, and, sure.
1: <laughs> and I was going to be heading to Cardiff University to study psychology in September. I had in, in Wales. In, in Wales. Wales, yeah, yeah. I had zero plans to be a missionary, but the Czech Republic sounded like fun, and so <laughs> I, I couldn't have pointed to it on a map, probably. Right. But I, even though I'm European, I'm sorry, um, but. I said, yes, and I, that I'd go. It sounded like a fun adventure in that stage of my life, you know, between high school and university.
0: So. so your first Czech experience was on a short-term team.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then how many times did you do that? So
1: I did four short-term trips and um, all okay. with the CM Czech church um, and obviously same Northern Irish Church. And um, so.
0: So that would mean like you came out on a team to the Czech for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then help them do some kind of summer camp, right?
1: Yeah. So we did English camps with DeVita at that time. So that was really fun.
0: And then you can, you know, teach people how to spell things in the Northern Irish, British way. (laughs) Not the American English.
1: (laughs) We definitely do conversational English. But even in conversational English, the spelling and the different words, there's a lot of different words. And yes. thumbs up for
0: sure <laughs> oh my gosh I love it I've I've heard you say before that the word savior when you see it written in the English spelling you're like that's not what it is
1: yeah the American spelling of savior or the JV Corvalli god honoring excellence is just kind of funny you
0: gotta throw me. in some more use, use. in there yeah <laughs> Oh gosh. So you had those four summer experiences on a short-term team and then, and now you are the director of the summer ministry. (laughs) Like that's awesome. So what inspired you? What was it about camps that really stirred in your heart?
1: Mm -hmm. So through those four short-term trips, as I said, I got to serve alongside the CM Czech church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that meant I actually got to see students go from not believing in God at all to knowing Jesus as their savior and king, um, and then actually serving as leaders at that camp. Um, Mm -hmm. So I saw God change lives and eternities through the gospel being proclaimed at camp. And then when, even when I wasn't there, the other 50 weeks of the year, the local church was there and they were discipling these students and helping them grow in Christ. And um, So there's actually people who are on JV staff today or who have been on JV staff and um, who I knew as non-believers at those wow. first four camps um, and to see them and what they're doing now um, and how they're serving the Lord, either as full-time missionaries or not is just incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And so I I feel really privileged that I got through those four short-term trips and um, I got to see how God works um, and use this tool like camp to reach young people and change them. Wow. And, and also through those trips and some, some clear communication from God <laughs> and the confirmation of trusted friends and mentors. And um, I knew God was calling me to this part of the world full time. Mm-hmm. And so I actually went back after I graduated with my psychology degree. I went back to Northern Ireland and was a youth ministry intern with Paul Bowman for a year in my home church. Okay. Um, and then as part of that, I went to Czech for three months to serve mm-hmm. with Josiah Venture as an intern. I was an intern leader in 2012. Um, And Casey Yorman, who was the international camp director at that time, um, he really needed someone who could serve the international camp ministry across JV. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I realized that that role would be a really good use of some of the ways God had gifted me. Um, And so that's when we started that conversation and and that's the role I moved here for. And almost eight years later, um, I'm so thankful I still get to use local or help local churches and mm-hmm. use the tool of camp to reach out to their communities with the gospel.
0: Wow. Is the local church you're involved in now, is that the same local church that you went to those four summers, or is it a different one?
1: It's a different one. So the church that I worked with for four years um is in Prague.
0: And oh, okay.
1: So and now I live in Chesky Teshi, which is right on the border. Like
0: yeah, literally, <laughs> literally,
1: if I stepped out onto my balcony right now, and if I had a decent throwing arm, I could definitely hit Poland. And oh, so my at,
0: gosh, at yeah. the
1: end of my street, there's a river and the river is the border. So,
0: so you could just take a walk every day over in Poland. I, I mean,
1: yes, except coronavirus. I'm oh, not yeah. lying to which is really funny because living in a border town, there's definitely I'm used to getting in Poland, and I had to refine them in the Czech Republic uh, because I can't cross the border.
0: <laughs> That's true. You're like you have your places to go in Poland and have to like find them in Czech. Oh yeah. gosh, oh gosh. Um, so speaking of COVID, has you know infiltrated our lives. Uh, so what does a typical summer look like? I know last summer was crazy. This summer is probably going to look a little crazy. What is it, what's a typical summer look like? Um, our typical
1: summer, um, let's use 2019 as an example. Um, we partnered with local churches to do 116 camps across 15 countries in Josiah Venture, where almost 3,000 unbelieving young people got to hear the good news um, wow. of the gospel. Um, and so that year, we also had a 1,000 people come serve with us on short-term teams, and we had 98 interns. So that was a third of them were coming from JV countries mm-hmm. and the other 60 coming from the U S the UK, Canada.
0: Awesome. That's so cool. And so I know it's, I know it's different because we couldn't even have short-term teams come like that was like your first exposure to Josiah Venture. And it's like really sad that these teams can't come and like help us, um, and so what is, what is this summer going to look like?
1: Yeah, so it's definitely not going to be a typical summer. The EU is still closed to American and British tourists, mm-hmm. and which is what legally our short-term teams are, even though they're serving. And um, so we're still going to do all that we can to come alongside local churches and young leaders and um, as they reach out to their friends and communities with the gospel, we'll be following all the local laws and guidelines and everything we do. And so, across 16 countries, that means that some countries will be able to do residential camps and some countries won't. Right. And um, so, last year, in all the changes, we got to pioneer and innovate and try out some new events to share the gospel with students and some. New initiatives to equip young leaders over the summer. So we'll probably do some regular camps for sure, where we're able to. Mm-hmm. And but we'll also be continuing to use those new tools that we discovered or created last year. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we still love our local churches. We're still partnering with them, and we're asking them how best we can come alongside them.
0: This. That's summer. right. That's right. And there's a lot of national interns that are interning. Yes. yes. Uh, It's so
1: exciting. We are, uh, one of our prayers in Desai Venture is to see young people come from the harvest and go into the harvest as laborers. And so I get to oversee our intern program as well. And just having all these nationals and dedicating their summer Mm -hmm. to serving the Lord when they could be doing other things, getting university credits or earning money. Um, and so for them to lay down their summer and serve the Lord um, and serve other local churches is really
0: exciting to see. That is exciting. I love it. I love that um, we have almost 50 national interns, right? We have 46 interns in total. Okay. okay. And
1: we have um, an 11 of them are Americans
0: Okay, um, who are
1: hoping to get here right. or, <laughs> or some of them are going to non-EU countries. So that's okay. So okay. Um, we'll still be able to have them come regardless. But because um, countries like Ukraine are, are currently open for Americans right. to arrive. Um, but then some of the ones going to EU countries, we're just praying those borders open in time.
0: Oh, that's right. You could be praying for us for all the, the border. There's so many details. The borders, the yeah. support raising for interns, like all those things. Wow. Absolutely. There's a lot to pray for. Yes. Um, But the Lord knows, like, it's one of those things. He knows. He's not surprised by the situation at all. Correct. Um, So for you personally, Rachel, what is one of your favorite camp memories?
1: Yeah, so for sure, like, some of those individuals I talked about earlier, those people who I've seen come from not knowing the Lord to serving him faithfully and getting to see that. And that's for sure a favorite camp memory. And um, but one of the other ones is part of my role is traveling in
0: the summer. Yeah, you travel a lot. I do normally, normally,
1: normally, normally. normally I travel a lot, a lot, um, and I get to support countries in that way, and I adore that. And um, so in twenty seventeen. I went to the amazing country of Bulgaria. Yes, Bulgaria, because they had a team coming from Northern Ireland. Okay, and we and it was their first short term team that they had, and so I w- went on to support them in that. And we kind of joked that I might need to translate from like Northern Irish English into American <laughs>
0: English. <laughs> that's right. That's um, right. <laughs>
1: it, it turned out to be more true than we thought, but the it was really sweet. So I helped pick up the short-term team at the airport, and we had, like, a four-hour mini bus ride to sure. the city where we were serving, and I got to sit beside, on the bus, I got to sit beside Ray, who was the team leader okay. of that team. And, and Ray and I quickly realized and we, that we did that, like, Northern Irish thing that, northern irish christians do of like trying to figure out who all we have in common yeah (laughs) those are
0: the connections here (laughs) like seriously
1: and we um are both from we both go to like presbyterian churches and he lived like five miles away from where i grew up oh my gosh yeah there were so many connections um and but then he mentioned that like when james was my pastor he spoke at a youth event at my home church. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cause like James was my pastor from when I was like 11 until I was 21. So if Ray spoke at a youth event, I was a youth for most of that time. That's
0: a good 10 year time (laughs)
1: frame. And I mean, I had university in there, but mostly I was in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. And so, and Ray had been like, this person who travels around local churches and puts on gospel events for those churches to invite their youth ministries to. And um, so I asked the name of the event that he spoke at um, and it was called Star Wars.
0: Oh, Star um, Wars theme. Nice.
1: I know. I think it was like 2003. So it might have been when those other movies were coming out. Sure. Um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but on that little bus in Bulgaria, in the like you know hundreds of miles away from where Ray and I were from, and um, I got to tell Ray that the night he shared the gospel at that event was the night I accepted Jesus as my savior. Oh, um, oh my gosh! <laughs> and um, like I'd heard my friend from school share her testimony at that event, and I knew her life was different from mine. Like she had like a joy and a peace and. Um, mm-hmm that I just didn't have, even though I grew up going to church every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the night where hearing her testimony and then Ray's clear presentation of the gospel just all lined up for me. And the Lord used that to, to help me <laughs> accept his salvation. And so oh, um, how
0: old were you? I was f- like 14 14, yeah.
1: when I accepted Christ. So uh, just, I mean, high kind of the Lord to do that. Like that I got to thank that man and explain yes. all that the Lord has done since. And um, I think that was just a little glimpse of heaven that day. And so I'm excited to get to heaven and hear hear the stories of other people and and how they came to know the Lord. Or obviously, I have incredible supporters who have given faithfully some of them for eight years right. now yeah. to allow me to be here. And, I, and then I have a huge army of people who pray for me and my ministry. And I just think a really cool part of heaven might be, I, I mean, I'm not sure, but it might be getting to introduce those people yes, and say, yes. hey, Molly, you prayed for this girl and she accepted Christ. And I'm, you know, I'm just letting people glorify the Lord in that way.
0: Oh, I love that. I love thinking about, like, the Lord's kindness in that and just his, like, father heart to be like, I'm going to give Rachel this moment here on this bus in Bulgaria. Seriously. Make this connection. Ah. And then you were 14 when you accepted Jesus, and that's, like, what the one of the ripe ages that we get to work with. And, mm-hmm. and like, as you work with camps and seeing all these young people come to these camps, ah. I I love, I love that. I love that. Uh, camps ministry is awesome. The fusion camps and the sports camps and the English camp. Now we have like so many different multi camps. There's just like, (laughs) whatever, whatever you would like, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Um, so thank you, Rachel, for all of the, the work that you do with camps and making it happen. It's just exciting. Um, but Rachel, I also know that you are passionate, about something else in your life and something that you have been going to school for and studying and writing a thesis. And I would love for our listeners just to hear a little bit more about that and just like what that heartbeat that you have for that. Mm -hmm. So I am currently working
1: my way towards a master's in transformational leadership with the Irish Bible Institute out of Dublin. So I've completed all my classes and I am writing my dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. And um, it's been so great to become more equipped for life in ministry through studying in this way. Um, and I had to take a leadership class um, and part of the reading for that class um, was focused a lot on the importance of self-care for mm-hmm. ministry leaders and just You know, we invest so much time into equipping people for ministry and even for the person themselves, especially if you're a missionary and you like you've learned another language and another culture. Yes, yes. And so there are really wise people looking at how does self-care and what other things can we do to help ministry leaders survive and thrive long term for more kingdom free. Mm -hmm. And so um, that really excited me. Um, However, very little of what I read um, addressed the specific issues that are faced by leaders in their second culture, Mm -hmm. Um, or even like single leaders. Mm -hmm. There's just not a lot written for single ministry leaders. Um, And so my dissertation had to be related to leadership in some way. And so I am researching and writing 16,000 words. So I need... 90 pages um, on the role of self-care in enabling single second culture missionary leaders to survive and thrive long-term Ugh. in ministry. And so, I have just finished my interviews and my surveys, and I'm really grateful for the people who've um, allowed me to pick their brains about how what this has looked like in their life. Um, and then I really hope um, to use that knowledge mm-hmm. to bless others um, for. The kingdom of God and for and the good of the nations
0: I think that it will totally bless people I'm excited as another fellow single second culture missionary (laughs) like everything that you're saying I'm like yes please yes we need to have this conversation and to even like the books that you're reading and Mm -hmm. all the research that you've done I think is going to be so incredible for many people but Yeah, I'm excited personally (laughs) for all the research that you're doing. What are some some book recommendations that you would have for Mm -hmm. people that you've read because of this? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I would say if you're a believer and you're looking for a good introduction to this topic, there is a newer book out called "Resilience in Life and Faith" by. Tony Horsfall and Debbie Hawker. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really good biblical look at self-care. I think Christians can sometimes hear hear self-care and be a little frightened. yeah, and Because even in our culture, like the secular culture um, around us, self-care can kind of seem really indulgent and mm-hmm. um, involve spending a lot of money and just really self-focused. And so this book looks at a really... Has just a really good framework for looking at self care as a way to steward what God has given you well um, and bless others. So that's just a really great book. Great. Super yeah. biblical. And if you're a missionary, um, I would recommend or if you love and support missionaries, I would say um, honorably Wounded" by Marjorie Foyle. Okay. Dr. Marjorie Foyle is a good book. If you can get your hands on it, it's <laughs> it's um it's an older book. Um, But it's written by this British lady who was an overseas missionary, I think starting in like the 50s or 60s. Oh, cool. And she served the Lord for decades. She's now with Jesus. Um, And she just writes really uh, winsomely. Mm -hmm. Like she's super grace-filled. She clearly knows her stuff. And uh, she just writes from a lot of experience. And I think that's really cool. So um, I think the book was last printed in 2001. Oh, wow. And okay. So it definitely, there's there's definitely space for a rewrite. You know, it'd be good to know how to integrate technology into self-care and all of yes. those good yes. things. <laughs> but she didn't have FaceTime when she was a missionary. And Oh my gosh, can and, you imagine? Can you imagine? It was just a different era for sure. But I... Have been deeply blessed by what she wrote. So honorably winded with a U in the title. Yes. <laughs> for for our American friends, it is a British printed we book. So don't forget the U. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing about that. I like I said, I'm so excited to read it. And like you talk about this woman who wrote this book so many years ago. And I think that's what we need is these resources from single second culture missionaries on the field who are. Doing this work. So, thank you for, for that. So, our last question for today is the question that we ask all of our guests as Josiah Venture is a youth organization. What advice would you give to young people today?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I would say get a mentor. Ooh, good. Um, yes. I would say look around your local church, find someone who loves Jesus who like you can just see their face sparkle when they talk about their lord. Yes. Um who and someone who is further along in the faith than you um, and ask them to mentor you. Um I have been so blessed by the people over the years who formally or informally have mentored me. And some of them like lead very different lives than the life I live, but I do not regret learning from them and how um, to faithfully follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I would say, find a mentor in your local church. One of my favorite things that I get to do um, is um, all our interns, every single intern gets mentored, gets discipled by staff as they serve with us Mm -hmm. each summer. And um, I I see the difference. I see the difference that it makes um, to young people to be mentored because you're making such big decisions you're yes. picking where to go to college and like maybe who to marry and where to live and so having someone who is excited to help you process that and will go to the lord with you on that um is just so key mm-hmm. um my prayer for our interns is that um wherever they go after having served with us they know the lord better and they love him more and because of their time with us. I love and that. And so yeah. um and I think that can be true of any mentor experience. Mm-hmm. Like, that you know the Lord more, you're more equipped to serve him, um, and you love him in a deeper way. Um so I have to get a mentor. Yes. It'll, it'll change your life.
0: Well Rachel, thank you so much for today and taking the time to be on the Josiah Venture Stories podcast.
1: Thanks so much
0: for having me good. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to Josiah Venture Stories. For more information about Josiah Venture, visit us at josiahventure.com and follow at Josiah Venture on social media. If you have any questions about this episode or like to get in touch with our guest, please email social at josiahventure.com. And to help more people hear Josiah Venture Stories, leave a comment and give us a five-star review or share this episode on your social media. Thank you, friends, and have a blessed day.